0: Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Matt. And you're listening to the Fortress of Potitude.
1: And on today's show, we're going to talk about sequels, and then we do a bunch of bullshit, and then stuff doesn't line up right, and then everything goes perfectly, and it's just an awesome show. So uh, listen, enjoy, share, subscribe, everything will be awesome. What have you been
0: up to lately? Um, Well, this is going to be the first show we're doing with me in uh, New Jersey. I now moved away from that uh, hellhole down south. Right. Um, And I now have a new microphone. It doesn't sound like uh, we're recording me from the bathroom anymore. So (laughs) we got that going for
1: us. Well, that's just awesome. Yeah. What have you been doing? Well, I've been working and, uh, working. Lost an employee because he quit and, uh, Accent. he was one of my shift runners. So that's awesome. That's a fair way to lose an employee. Well, yeah. It would in suck order. if he just
0: misplaced him, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or I, like, I got scared that when I first started mentioning it, that everybody was going to be like, "Oh, he died." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lost an employee the other day. Found him in the trunk of his car, and he was missing his head. Yeah, was fucked up.
0: Yeah, so we we lost more of them before we lost the rest of them. So right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they we lost them in, in different shifts. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, this is also the first episode that is actually somewhat recent instead of me posting, you know, the last three episodes have been from October of last year. Yeah. We come back from
0: our sabbatical. So that's, it's good to be back. Good to be back,
1: but it'll be great. It'll be awesome. But, uh, (laughs) let's see. Let's see if there's anything else cool that's happened lately. Um, they did, uh you know, announce the Star Wars thing. Oh, yeah. Which is always a good plus to have.
0: uh, Yeah, we have the official word. I mean, we as, you know, Americans, not like we, Josh and Matt, but we have the official word that the original cast of Star Wars, it has indeed signed on for the new movie. But not Um, Lando. uh, Not Lando? No, he's the one that's. Sadly absent. But- they, they they probably didn't ask him back because he's a black man.
1: <laughs> we want to
0: keep Star Wars white. Um, no, well, th- I, <laughs> that, that's very unfortunate. I hope we get uh, Billy D back before he uh, Billy dies. But um, it's just it was one of those things that just felt very anticlimactic for me because for the past, however, what year or so. Most of us, or at least me anyway, have been saying, oh, yeah, the original cast is coming back because we kept hearing rumors that they were coming back. And, you know, through the game of telephone, it's, you know, fact that the original cast is coming back. So when we finally hear that they are, I felt kind of like, uh yeah. I knew that.
1: Right. Wow. Thanks for the old news. I knew it before the actors knew it. So (laughs) exclusive. (laughs) Well, I figured something was up when, uh, none of the actors would just say no. Oh yeah. Like that's always like pretty much confirmation. It's like, Hey man, you going to be in that new star Wars movie? Uh, I can't really talk about that. I'm going to avoid the the question. I was Luke Skywalker. And, uh, then finally it's like they announce it, which I thought was weird. I figured they were going to announce it yesterday being, you know, May the 4th. Yeah. Uh, and then they didn't announce Jack's shit yesterday. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. Kind of some uh, missed
0: potential there.
1: Maybe they figured, ah, fuck it. We don't care. We'll do something. No, we won't. But, uh yeah, the, the thing that I'm most interested in is Mark Hamill actually, like, playing a serious role again. Yeah, because I mean, we've seen him as cock knocker, which is just ripping off Star Wars. Um, He's (laughs) in some weird movie that I watched comic book movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was about to tell you about that. Where he (laughs) plays some other guy.
0: Yeah, (laughs) just random.
1: Yeah. And then like, I mean, he played the Joker and everything and all that stuff. And that was awesome. But it's it'll be interesting to see him on screen again, like being Luke Skywalker. And if he doesn't have a beard, I'm going to be extremely upset. You better have a beard. You better have a goddamn beard. A Obi-Wan beard. Or like a Duck Dynasty beard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Things didn't go too well for old Luke Skywalker.
1: <laughs> he kind of had to lay low for a while. Get it? Lay low? It's kind of like Leia. Yeah. I wonder if he ever made out with her again later, like in secret. Like, it's okay, Leia. Nobody will ever know you're my sister but uh you knew the whole time so obviously you don't care
0: man you jumped the shark already i was like (laughs) i was making bets with myself on how far into the show we're going to get before you start talking about luke and leia making out again
1: (laughs) well i mean is there anything better than uh than incest from a long time ago in a galaxy far away (laughs) incest from a long time ago that sounds awesome (laughs) <laughs> that reminds me of growing up. Aww. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was it was just funny, like hearing the actors, though, like you were saying before this was even announced. Like they were just all like, "Well, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to it. You know, I'd be, you know, if they ask me, I'm sure." You right. know, making it sound like you know they got they just finished doing Christmas shopping for us, and they're trying to like tease us while not tell us exactly what we got. It's like, you know, this right. is happening. We're just sitting by the phone waiting for the call because we know we're getting it one minute right, or another. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then you have like Leia. She couldn't keep her mouth shut. She's just like, yeah, we're doing that movie. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And then you have Harrison Ford. He's just like, what? Yeah. He's Mark like, Hamill. It's like everybody just assumes so that nobody even really talked to him about it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just like in his eyes. It's like, come on. Yeah. We know this is probably going to happen. <laughs> right. Of course I'm going to be in it. I'm Luke goddamn Skywalker. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, this this actually segues very nicely into our topic for today's show. It's uh, talking about sequels. We're uh, going to talk about good sequels. We're going to talk probably mostly about bad sequels that never should have been made. And then we're going to talk about sequels that should be made but never were for some reason. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. You go ahead and start it off there, Josh.
0: Thanks, Matt. Anyway, um, yeah, I think what got us talking about this initially was that discovery recently that apparently there's going to be a Goonies two. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'll I'll be optimistic about it. Whenever there's like a a reboot or a remake of something, you know, I'll, I'll give it a fair shot. I'm not one of these people who's like. Oh, boy, getting ready to get my childhood raped, you know? (laughs) Like, I'm not one of those guys who is obsessed with, you know, rape in my childhood for some reason. But um, (laughs) I couldn't help but think, for me at least, maybe because of my age, but for me at least, the biggest, most memorable thing about the Goonies was the fact that it was in the 80s. Right. Should have, they should have just called it the '80s, and that would have been <laughs> yeah, good enough. Exactly. For me. And uh, I just, I just, even if they make the actors all grown up and have them go on an adventure, you know, maybe like to, it'll be like a Hangover style thing where they gotta like deliver drugs or something, but, um, <laughs> or just their kids doing it or something. It's, I don't know how it's gonna feel the same, you know.
1: Right. Well, I think a lot of it is. Um, it's gonna be fan service yeah they're gonna have the exact same soundtrack and mm-hmm. then they're gonna use like the exact same camera angles and then they're gonna you know they're just gonna have the exact same pacing probably I don't know if they're doing. Kids or not, I I guess the whole original cast is coming back. I mean, Feldman, he was probably just like, Oh, thank God, I needed something to do other than all this heroin. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he, you know, he was standing by waiting for any phone call. He was like uh, Luke Skywalker in it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to play Cock Knocker, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know how it's gonna be. It's gonna be one of those movies that's either gonna be pulled off really well and it'll be like, man, that was a great, you know, sequel to a 30 year old movie. Now they're gonna make a trilogy out of it. Right. Or it's gonna be one of those movies that's gonna be like, why the fuck did they make that horse shit? Like, that, that Aston kid, he was in Lord of the Rings, man. He does he never needs to work again. Yeah. That dude, that dude's set. So, I mean, if he's coming back on board, I think that's a good sign because that shows that a guy that doesn't need to do it wants to do it. Yeah. Kind of like the new uh, Dumb and Dumber movie that's coming out. Jim Carrey's only ever done one sequel. And so the fact that he signed on to do a second Dumb and Dumber tells me that that movie's going to be awesome. Uh,
0: did he really only do one sequel? Ace Ventura?
1: Yeah. Ace Ventura. Huh. And he only did one of them because they came out with a third Ace Ventura movie starring like a nine-year-old kid or something, and it was retarded.
0: That's just unfortunate.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so um, Goonies. Um, so I mean, that one's getting a sequel. Uh, there's they're rebooting. Uh, what is it? Naked Gun. Um,
1: like <laughs> who, who are they getting for that one?
0: They got a. The dude who's um, what's his name? It's on the tip of my tongue. He was in the Hangover. He was the the uh, Andy from the Office. No, no, um, Oh.
1: Bradley Cooper.
0: No, it's uh,
1: Zach like, Galifianakis. I'm no, he's the, the one you haven't leaned yet.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, is he the one that was in the first Hangover, and he was the one that was missing the entire movie? No, no, no. Okay, Hang uh, on. man. Right. I named all of them.
0: Yeah, this is getting to the point where we're editing this, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dude, I, I hate this. It is on the tip. Ed Helms. Yeah, that's Andy from The Office, you douche nozzle. Oh, I don't watch The Office. I probably should have said that.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> well, I also heard that they're rebooting uh, uh, Vacation and that they got Ed Helms to play Chevy Chase's character, kind of. Yeah, I guess the reboot. It's going to be like a remake of the movie, but it's going to be about he—he's playing a grown-up Rusty taking his family on vacation. Yeah, which I think that would be pretty. Like, that's a good idea for a remake slash sequel because then you can hit all the same notes, but then you can throw different things well, in there. Plus, you get the cameo of Chevy Chase in it.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's what they're going to do with Naked Gun. I think Ed Helms is going to be like leslie nielsen's character um only now it's depressing because i realize there's not going to be a cameo in that one
1: well there could be but it'd be kind of gross
0: yeah or they could do like a (laughs) or they could do like a a 3d leslie nielsen and that would just be unfortunate
1: yeah those never work out very well (laughs) well i mean that's what they're
0: gonna start doing like in the Like, before Philip Seymour Hoffman died, he filmed most of his scenes for the next two Hunger Games movies. Yeah, I read about that. And they said that they are actually going to just fill in the few scenes that he didn't get to record yet with a digital Ed Helms. I mean, uh, imagine that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell is this guy?
0: Why do they put Doctor <laughs> Faggot from Hangover on there?
1: Complete with the Mike Tyson tattoo and everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the the thing like if it's done well, it's not overly noticeable. But I've noticed that it's always noticeable. Like uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah, I was about they, to talk about they, that they, one. Yeah, 3D, young Jeff Bridges, and. There's just something weird and creepy about him.
0: Yeah, it's like they almost got there. Like, I really liked how they did it, but, like, you can just tell something in this scene isn't right.
1: Yeah, it and, almost looks like a cut scene from a, you know, yeah, Xbox they, video game.
0: Yeah, that they forgot to uh, uh, apply texture to properly. Right. But, um... <laughs> No, it's just, it. they made it work for that because most of that movie was dim lighting. It was just yeah. all dark with, like, fluorescent lights everywhere. So they, they managed to pull it off, kind of, just barely. But there was also that one flashback scene at the very beginning where he was young and, yeah. It was like Pixar just invaded that scene. And, <laughs> but then again, you know, this is something that, was not anywhere near possible like 20 years ago. Right. And the, the special effects they used 20 years ago were obviously fake. And now we're seeing like this lifelike stuff now. We're like, fake. You're yeah, fake. that doesn't
1: look real at all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I mean,
0: they yeah. made the first Terminator movie out of Muppets and, <laughs> you know, oh man, that was iconic. Yeah. Now we got like being able to digitally reproduce people fake.
1: Yeah, that, that doesn't look real at all. Oh, I mean, it's so
0: obvious CG. <laughs>
1: like,
0: <laughs> I've seen a lot of CG in my life, so that's how I can tell.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it's weird because there's just something about, like, humans. Because, I mean, I've seen pictures of, like, completely CG-rendered scenes of rooms or streets or cars or objects, and they look fine. Like, you can not tell at all. Yeah. But there's just something about a human being that is extremely hard to capture and fake really well. There is. There is.
0: I think it's something about the eyes.
1: Yeah, because you enter that, like, uncanny valley thing, and it just gets to a point where it's kind of creepy to look at after a while. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I remember, like, you know, when you buy video game systems, me and you, we've been playing video games for a long time, you know, like since Atari and Nintendo. Uh huh. I don't know about you, but every single time I got a new system, I was, like, blown away by it and figure there's no way they can ever make it better than this. Like, I get Super Nintendo, and I'm playing Mario World, and I was just like, oh, my God, Mario's never going to look better than this. (laughs) This is the best it's going to be. And as you go on from generation to generation, the previous generation looks like utter shit. And you're just like, why was I ever impressed with that? That looks like crap. Like, I should have known back then that it looked like crap. (laughs) And then, so, I mean, I think that's what we're doing with, like, the CG stuff. I mean, there's a few like milestone movies that still hold up really well like uh the first Jurassic Park like that movie those dinosaurs look really really good still and i mean they did a lot of work with like some of it cg and a lot of it is real like animatronic puppet stuff right, right. but but the stuff that's full cg i mean it still looks pretty good yeah but then you have movies like uh you know the Sharknado And, I mean, it just seems like I could have made something better looking in my house. Or the the Polar Express. See, Polar Express, I didn't mind too much because they actually, like, went out of their way to kind of crappy it up a little bit.
0: Make it look like an illustration or got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean that one, I mean, I'm sure in like 10 years, that movie will probably still look pretty good. Kind of like how, like who framed Roger rabbit, you know, that movie still looks pretty good because it's all hand animation. Yeah. By the way, Bob Hoskins died. That really sucks. Relevancy folks. Um, (laughs) we're timely. I feel Um, like I have
0: to say something or I'm like discrediting the guy. Like, Oh yeah. Paul Hoskins. Yeah. Anyway. So
1: he played Mario the end. Um, Sad, but he was also Smee, and that that, he was awesome as that and Hook.
0: Oh, he was, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Wow. But um, yeah. I mean, like, some stuff still looks good, and a lot of stuff doesn't. And that's I always, I'm always a fan of like physical looks better in the long run. Yeah. Flash in the pan stuff, like when you first discover, like you know, morphing techniques when you see it in a video, it's like, wow, that's awesome. How did they do that? That's new. I've never seen it before, but then like, you know, five years later, you're just like old news and it looks like crap now. Yeah. Uh, So I was really excited when I found out that episode seven is going to use physical sets and physical models for their, like they're going to use miniatures and stuff.
0: Yeah. They, they, they need to go back to that.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, I have the HD, like the, the blu-ray uh set for the original trilogy and it doesn't look bad at all because yeah. those models, you know, blown up into 1080 resolution, they still look good because there's all that detail. Yep. <laughs> but when you take an object that was not designed for 1080 resolution and then you blow it up bigger being like a 3D ship or something, the thing looks like pure ass.
0: That's a great point. Um I don't I'm certain I've asked you before, but have you ever seen the uh the Red Letter Media Star Wars reviews on YouTube?
1: I have, um, but it's been a really long time.
0: Watch them again, because they're, aside from being really entertaining, they're also really informative. But this was brought up during the episode three review. He was saying that if you notice, pretty much every scene in those movies just has those characters just briskly strolling around, just walking around. And it's because they're all being filmed in a in a green room where right. there's, you know, they can't just have them like, you know, sprinting through the the set because there is no set. It's a room.
1: Right. Like, uh, I saw a, a, an advanced sneak peek of like part of episode three and it ended up being part of the lightsaber duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan, but none of the special effects had been like put in yet. So yeah. All it just looked like a, uh, something for out of Minecraft. It was just all these like green boxes stacked on top of each other. (laughs) And I mean, I'm all about like using, you know, green screen sparingly, uh, when you need to for stuff that there's like absolutely no possible way that you could do it, you know? But I think in the long run, physical models or physical sets will always work better. But I know that they moved away from those, uh, because of money, you know, making a, city and a computer is cheaper than building a city.
0: You know what movie I would like to see? And we can use this to kind of branch back into our original topic of movie sequels. <laughs> I would pay to see a Minecraft movie.
1: I heard that they are making one. Are they? And the director is going to be the guy that did the Lego movie that just came out.
0: Well, a fully animated Minecraft movie. That would be cool too. I was thinking of just something really like, lame, like, just a live action. (laughs) Like, you could just imagine the preview for it. They could have, like, some, like, make, like, the lead character, like, a female or something and have her, like, put into, like, this, like, outdoor, you know, arena kind of thing. So we're all (laughs) thinking, oh, great, this is going to be, like, a Hunger Games ripoff. right? And she's, like, running through and, like, digging out, like, a hole to sleep in when it rains at night and... Then there's like zombies chasing her and people are like, okay, zombies, okay, I'm listening. And then it it just shows her like, you know, days later, like kind of just trudging through the wilderness. And, uh, you know, she goes under a tree and finds some water and she's drinking water. And all of a sudden you just (laughs) see this big shadow looming over her. And she just turns around and you just hear, (laughs) and then it just blacks out. and You just see Minecraft across the screen.
1: And they would have to be sure to show a scene of her, like, punching a tree numerous times and then somehow getting, like, a block of wood out of it. (laughs) Hitting her on the head. Slapstick! I just just wonder, like, how would a Minecraft movie even work, you know? Like, there's no story to Minecraft. Well, they They
0: they would have, like, probably have Michael Bay or someone... Leading it so it can be ridiculous, and uh, right. it, it, would, it would just have to be at this point. Then they can and, have seven
1: foot tall ninja turtles yeah.
0: show up, and they could make some cheesy like like I said, some cheesy plot line of this like virtual like arena or something that she has <laughs> to get you know this virtual outdoor reality that she has to get out of, and there's like a <laughs> you know government controlling them or something like that. Make it all high tech.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they can like it could have uh the the people involved, they can be called gamers, but it would be G dot A dot M dot E dot E dot or whatever. I just messed yeah. it up because, you know, I'm not smart. But yeah, you could have it be super campy. Give it some eighties special effects. Yeah. Yeah. But like those ironic ones because like you put you put more work into making the effects look old. Then, and then it would have made to make him look new, and then hire the original com- or the composer
0: from the original Tron movie who turned into a woman and get him slash her on, in on the project, <laughs> and etc.
1: Oh wait, that's that's me. That's 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 uh, the new Tron movie. Yeah, that's the new one. We're Daft Punk. See, we have Tron masks and Tron. This was the best album
0: we ever made because it doesn't sound like ringtones nine minutes long. (laughs) Because
1: the tempos are far too slow. pretty sure if you sped those songs up, it would sound like ringtones, though. They they sounded like ring...
0: Oh, you mean like in the soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They would. Uh, Let's see here. I think that they should make a sequel to Boop Boop. Actually, I'm gonna go with what they shouldn't make sequels to. I knew it. Right. <laughs> I call like, it. Uh, you know, I like Ernest. Ernest is awesome. Well, he was. Uh, you know, I liked the goes to camp. It was all right. My favorite ones were go to go the Ernest goes to jail, and uh, you know Ernest saves Christmas just like everybody else. But then, I mean, Ernest scared stupid was pretty good. But then it reached this point where it's like. Why are you guys still making Ernest movies? Like, slam dunk Ernest.
0: It's like they knew that
1: he wouldn't be with
0: us for too much longer,
1: so like we we better
0: (laughs) pump the Ernest
1: series (laughs) as much as we can. Those goddamn Ernest pumpers, man. Get back on the set, Varney. (laughs) Put those cigarettes out and get in here. We got a scene to film. Put down that mellow yellow weirdo. <laughs> but like those movies, I didn't get why they did him so much because I mean he started branching out because he was in you know like Beverly Hillbillies remake. Yeah, uh, I remember He was that. in Roseanne for like the last season, playing like that rich guy that Jackie was in a relationship with. <laughs> yeah, As you can tell, me and Abby watch a lot of Roseanne reruns. I can, yeah. Um, but yeah, like and he was in Toy Story. He played that dog, that Slinky dog. Yeah. Uh, so he was like working on branch now it's just like why didn't you do that like I don't know 15 years earlier. Yeah. A little <laughs> too a little us- too late man. Right. Why why did you make us suffer through this shit? Oh yeah cuz you're funny. Uh um, Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like Ghostbusters um I'm I'm hoping that with Egon dying that all these rumors about Ghostbusters 3 will go away. Yeah,
0: I think they're pretty much done. I mean, they, weren't they still, uh. Weren't they still, like, trying to get what's his face back out of Bill Murray in there? Unless yeah, he I didn't want to?
1: I guess Bill Murray said no, because he didn't want to do it. And then Dan Aykroyd admitted that, uh, you know, everybody was old and fat now. So they were, I guess they were talking about doing it as a 3D movie. And it was going to be about, uh, Peter Vinkman is in hell, dead. Well, and they can the do other, that now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well yeah. And uh, there's going to be about the other three going to hell to, like, rescue him and bring him out. Um, which I think that sounds awful. But then yeah. I saw a funny meme on Facebook. It was like, uh, you know, oh, Bill Murray won't be in the new Ghostbusters movie. I can get him in it. Just have Wes Anderson direct it. Yeah, Because he makes cameos in all of his movies. Oh, does he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I don't know why, but that's just what he does. But I'm hoping, I mean, because Ghostbusters 2 was bad enough, we don't need a Ghostbusters 3, especially friggin' 25 years later.
0: Yeah, they missed—they really missed the mark. I mean, aside from one of them being dead, it was they already missed the mark on that. They...
1: Maybe it, it, it would run into the thing where the only plausible way you could do it would be... Uh, To have the original actors be in it and kind of like hand the series over to a new group, which... I don't want to see. If I'm watching Ghostbusters, man, I want to watch those four dudes. Well, three plus the black guy. I want to watch them. (laughs) I don't want to watch, like, new people because, you know, they'd be all PC and they'd be like, we have to have an Asian woman in there and she can be the yellow ranger. And then we can have a black guy and he can be the black ranger. It's weird. And then when we get called on the carpet, we'll
0: just switch them around. So the yellow guy is the black ranger. The black woman's the yellow ranger.
1: <laughs> you just no one will be the yellow guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you tricked me into that with all your preemptive racism, you bigot. Oh, well, there were, put four guys in there. Well, three guys and one black man. <laughs> My God. Did he just say
1: that? <laughs> ah. Well, I mean, the three main characters and then Winston. There we go. See, I know his name. <laughs> I don't know the actor's name, but I know who he is. He was in The Crow, but uh Yeah, it was I, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm I think probably what I'm really looking forward to is Godzilla. That movie yeah. looks absolutely amazing, especially have you watched the Asian trailer for it yet. No, I haven't watched any of the trailers for it. It's well, Godzilla. You need, you need to watch the trailer because Brian Cranston's in it. So that means that it's automatically good.
0: Oh, wow. Brian Cranston was in an iPad commercial too. Does yeah. that make that automatically good. Well, that's well, so, kind of
1: cool. Suddenly, I own an iPad. I mean, it's not the one that he was uh, advertising, but yeah, you're <laughs> a few generations. <laughs> you're,
0: you,
1: it would be, you're the one with the uh, the one where if you filmed the commercial with
0: the pencil in front of it, you'd just be like, "What's that big hunk of metal behind <laughs> that thing?"
1: Right? Is that an
0: iPad? Well, oh, it's an iPad commercial.
1: Doesn't that thing belong in a museum now? That thing's old as shit. I mean, mine doesn't even have a camera on it. Yeah. But the little case that it's in has a hole for a camera. So every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, no. Oh.
0: Yeah, well, if you ever get a newer one, we can FaceTime each other. Or we could just do video chat here on Skype like we're basically doing just without the video part.
1: Right, because I don't want to see you.
0: Yeah, I don't want to see you either.
1: You're definitely an audio talker not wow. a video talker wow
0: thank you thank You're you
1: well. very much well you told me that big mac story earlier and- <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's something you wanted to <laughs> that's something you
0: wanted to bear witness to <laughs> understood <laughs>
1: just like <laughs> i can just imagine you like so suspiciously staring at this big mac on your desk <laughs> like that time just say something to me it- would it be awkward
0: if i just pick this up and ate it right on video
1: I wonder if Matt would say anything. I hear everything. The listeners are going to be wondering what the hell we're talking about. So
0: so I'll tell the story. So what (laughs) happened was right shortly before recording this, we um, were having a little bit of dialogue with each other over over Skype. And uh, I told him, I said, oh, hang on. Let me get up and go get a drink of water. Because neither of us had really talked to anyone today prior to each other. Right. Um, So we both needed a drink of water. So I went, got up, and
1: I have this new microphone. This, what is this called again? The blue balls. The the the, the, well, mine's white, but it's the blue snowball. Okay. Yeah, that's what. I mean, it was like, "Hey, Josh, saw your mom last night. I gave her a present. You know what it was? A blue blue snowball." snowball." (laughs)
0: I just think it sounds like a vibrator To be honest um, I got the new battery powered Blue snowballer
1: I got the one that's USB You can just plug it right into your laptop
0: Anyway so I I get up And I'm like trying to be very quiet And not like hit my foot And start like cursing Under my breath so he can hear me And make fun of me later (laughs) In the middle of the show like he's doing right now Um, So I got up And I'm looking down, I see this half-eaten Big Mac on my table.
1: I mean, I knew it was there. I didn't like, oh,
0: Big Mac. You know, I I put it there. from a week ago. Yeah. No, so um, I'm looking at the mic between, like, the microphone and the Big Mac. I'm like Darth Vader at, like, that end scene of Return of the Jedi where the Emperor is just frying Luke, and he's, like, looking between the two. So I'm, like, looking at the microphone. I'm looking at the Big Mac. And finally, I'm like, well... This is probably a really loud microphone and it can probably pick everything up so maybe I could just get just get like a little bite in on the, on the way out. So I lift this Big Mac to my face just trying not to think about what this means about me as a person and I just very gently sink my teeth into it. All of a sudden I hear Matt here in through my my Turtle Beach headset shouting I hear everything! <laughs> and I dropped that thing back in the box, and I, like, scurried out of the That's the best <laughs> word to describe it, is I scurried. Scurried right out the room.
1: Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh.
0: It was awful.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, man, that story's awesome. One, <laughs> we're going to tell, like... Yeah, grandkids! <laughs> Random people in the street. Be waiting at the bus stop and be like. So the other day, we were recording a podcast. And what do you mean? Sh- What's a podcast? It's a downloadable radio show. Duh! Anyways, don't interrupt.
0: <laughs> and it's just like I can just imagine like you like from like different scenes throughout your day. Like you at like a convenience store, and then you at work, <laughs> and you at lunch. Just telling different people and just streams up perfectly the whole story between each scene. Yeah. <laughs> And then he scurried out of the room. <laughs> that's yeah, the best way to put that's it. That's the best scurried. way to put it. Oh boy.
1: Yeah. Oh, so
0: awesome. anyway, let's see other movies. <laughs> other movies that should or should not have had sequels. Um I think uh the Ernest franchise should have a, a new sequel. They can call it <laughs> Weekend at Ernest
1: <laughs> <laughs> Too soon oh, no, oh, Too awful. soon Weekend at Ernie's Ernie's Oh I did not think of that well, You win that one, That round I, I'll put another mark on the board I'm running out of room but, Oh boy the, um, um, um. Like And then you have the Superman franchise From the 70s and early 80s With Christopher Reeve And like Superman 1 was good And Superman 2 was good Superman 3 should have just been called Richard Pryor the movie and then <laughs> Superman 4 Blue Ass. So like there it seems like there's always like an, it's obvious like to viewers that this movie never should have been made. Yeah. So how is it not obvious to the people spending millions and millions of dollars? How is it not obvious to them? You know, it's like um Ernest why did they make all those? I mean, th- th- I, I view it as if the movie's going <laughs> straight to DVD and not getting a theatrical release, and if it's not a cartoon for little kids, that movie should not be made.
0: Yeah, it kind of like insults everyone's intelligence.
1: Yeah, it's like, no, man, we promised this movie's good. We just didn't trust it enough to put $3 million worth of advertising into it and then sending it out to theaters. So well, it's com- over here at Walmart for $7.
0: Yeah, and comic book movies are hard, and I imagine they were even harder back in the 70s and 80s, too. But they're hard, especially now, because it's a genre that does not take itself seriously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and But the fans do. But the fans also don't know what they're talking about, either.
1: Right. Well, it's like most comic book fans just can't wrap their heads around the fact that... Uh, film and paper to completely different mediums yeah and you have to do changes if you did a i mean there's certain movies that it does work like scott pilgrim versus the world that movie works taking it from a literal translation from comic book to movie yeah but something that's set like you know like in the real world i know scott pilgrim is but like spider-man's in new york city uh there's a guy in spandex running around shooting body fluids all over everything yeah. and fighting crime. It's kind of hard to take it seriously, so you have to like do a lot of tongue-in-cheek well, sort of stuff. Sp- and
0: Spider-Man, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up too. I went and saw Spider-Man 2 recently with the, some people and... Um,
1: I don't know who they were, but I saw it with them.
0: Yeah. I, uh, some people I knew. Some, some friends, <laughs> I guess. Is that the word for them? I didn't know that it was a word. Friends, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> so... And they, at the end of the movie, they were doing the usual banter about what was wrong with it and everything. And the thing is, with Spider-Man's a great example of the first series that they did just took all the camp in the comic books and just transferred it to the movie. Everything was just really campy and it bothered people, you know? Right. They were like, oh, it was way too campy. It was so cheesy. The Green Goblin was just, you know.
1: was It's just a guy in a suit. (laughs) It's
0: just a guy in a
1: suit.
0: (laughs) Uh, Just (laughs) laughing maniacally and it's like, well, what what do you want? You know, now the new ones are like getting like a bit more realistic, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, As realistic as like a guy who turns into a lizard will get. Um, (laughs) And people are now tearing them apart for other reasons for, well, they didn't get this right. And that wasn't supposed to happen that way. Well, you know. Do you want it to be—how serious do you want this to be and how much like a comic book movie do you want it to be, really?
1: Right. These are the same people that are raving about, you know, Avengers, which is about all of these completely unbelievable superheroes getting together and fighting robot snakes that are coming out of the sky and old gods. Yeah, they're the ones that are getting upset that well they made peter parker too sarcastic of a little shithead it's like yeah because he is read a yeah. read a, read a spider-man comic the guy's a sarcastic shithead that's what i love about the amazing yeah. series like uh-huh. the, the first movie i haven't seen the second one yet but like when he's beating people up he's talking shit to him yep exactly he's being a, a cocky little asshole and it's like that's peter parker Yeah, what he needs to do but yeah it's like it's not believable a man turning into a lizard but it's believable that this billionaire has a gigantic glowing blue piece of shrapnel in the middle of his chest and somehow survives Uh or it's totally believable that Thor fell down from the sky in a t-shirt and some shorts and uh, you know everything's okay and he came from another universe and it's completely believable that you know this guy gets mad and grows in size and turns green and suddenly turns fucking retarded
0: well uh, to be fair the Hulk movies collectively are kind of like the the family member we don't talk about at reunions anymore
1: (laughs) well yeah that's true but I guess they're doing another one after uh, yeah I I wouldn't mind seeing that with uh, the new I forget his
0: name but the current actor for him because he pulled off the Hulk pretty well
1: Um, Mark Ruffalo. Mark
0: Ruffalo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That guy. He he reminds me of a a young Marlon Brando. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see him doing some, I mean, he's a good actor. I liked him and everything. I could see him him.
0: gaining 400 pounds and being (laughs) disgusting and doing movies with his pants off the whole time.
1: (laughs) Saying, I don't want this Oscar. I'm going to have this weird native American woman come and get it for me. (laughs) He was, he was a bizarre guy, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see what you mean about that. Like, And I will say, though, that Marvel movies tend to work better as movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, I contend that the greatest superhero movie ever made is 1978 Superman with Christopher Reeve. Because they pulled it off without being campy. They pulled off Superman. And, I mean, the guy was such a good actor as Superman that comic book artists accepted him as Superman and started drawing Superman to look like him in comics. He you know. flew backwards and made time reverse. Well, he flew forwards and made the earth spin backwards. Oh, I mean, you're making it not really bad, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a lot less campy. Right. No, but
0: the point taken on the whole, people started to draw him in that. Like, yes, they did
1: the same thing with Samuel L. Jackson in the comics now. Yeah. Uh, whatever his name, Nick Fury. He yeah. looks like Samuel Jackson now. So, I mean, yep. that's a testament to that character. Um, but, like, Marvel Comics, the Marvel Universe is set in our universe. You know, Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four, they're from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Superman's from Metropolis. You know, Batman's from Gotham City. Like, where are those places? It's obvious that they're both New York, but one's at night and one's at day. But, you know, like, <laughs> like it's it's not grounded in reality, you know, and spider, like spider man, for instance, I was bit by a radioactive spider and it gave me powers. That's a lot more believable than Superman. I flew in a spaceship and landed and these old geezers found me and took care of me and raised me, you know, like one sounds like it, you know, could happen. And then the other one just sounds like Jesus. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's just like that's how both universes are. Like, you know, Captain America is a little weird because of the whole I was frozen in ice for X amount of years and then I thawed out and now I'm right back to fighting crime. But yeah. I mean, it's basically steroids. You know, scrawny, dumb little kid. You gets this shot, the super soldier serum, and all of a sudden now he's huge and buff, so he can go fight for his country like he wants to. Like that is something that could happen, you know. I'm scrawny. I'm gonna work out and get some supplements, and suddenly I know that I could get bigger. You know, uh, Batman. He is basically Iron Man. Like those two are the same character,
0: essentially. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, like one's in reality, the other is just so far fetched. And I think like the animated DC movies that they've been putting out are really good like i think dc suits itself a lot more to animation because you can get a lot more like fantastical that makes sense with a cartoon than you can with a movie so that's why i was actually like pleasantly surprised by the dark knight series like i didn't like batman begins very much but uh the other two were really good yeah they were and then man of steel man of steel was really good so, I'm, I mean, I'm in the vocal minority there because so many people, like, it's so hard to pull off Superman. I
0: loved Man of Steel. I don't even like Superman.
1: See, and I liked Superman Returns. I thought Superman Returns was an awesome movie, but everybody shit all over it because I don't really know why. I mean, Kevin Spacey is, you know, Lex Luthor. It doesn't really get much better than that.
0: I started watching him today in uh, House of Cards.
1: Yeah, I just started watching that. I'm on the second episode.
0: Yeah, um, I just finished the first one.
1: I wasn't aware that it's actually a remake of a British TV show. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's about, like, some guy with the white wig that's all corrupt and shit. And I'm just like, yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, I just hurt myself. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, sequels Sequels are good. I'm hopeful for some, and some of them, every, I hear about it, and I just scratch my head and wonder how it ever got accepted. And then some of them, there's just those perpetual rumors that go on for, like, years. I mean, there's been rumors for, like, the past 10, 15 years that they're doing a Godfather Part 4. And, like, why? why would you do that? I mean, Francis Ford Coppola doesn't need money that bad. He directed those.
0: I, I generally just think that if the movie hasn't had a sequel in the last 10 or 15 years, probably don't need to remake it.
1: Right. Well, or, the, the, the problem is everybody like at one point movies were made for as like an art form or whatever. Like, not to sound mm. like a total douchebag, but you know, people like directors took it seriously and they made their movie and they made it for a reason. It could have been a personal thing or they just had a vision in their heads. So they would make these movies. Yeah. And then it got to the point where money became far more important than like artistic integrity or whatever. Right. So. Even movies that don't need to have it would have open endings just in case. It's like we're going to throw a little something something in here just in case we get to make a sequel. Then we can figure something out later. It was just a dream.
0: Right. Or, or was it?
1: <laughs> or like, uh, I don't know if you watch the Lego movie or have any interest in watching it.
0: Uh, no and yes. I okay. haven't, but I really do want to see it.
1: Well, then I won't ruin the ending for you. Thank you. But uh, there's, I'm trying to think of a movie that, like, recently, oh, like, Green Lantern. Green Lantern was a totally awful movie. Never that, that movie never should have been made, and I feel bad for anybody involved with it.
0: Yeah, it was embarrassing to watch.
1: But at the very end, it had the PS scene at the end of the credits showing Sinestro have his yellow power ring, and it showed him in his yellow lantern uniform. Or his Sinestro Corps uniform.
0: Which seemed weird because you think that's that's kind of like a big event that you'd want to work up into within a movie.
1: Right. That Not as was, a,
0: ex, you know, a
1: deleted scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a massive event. Like in comics, it was like, a, it was one of the big crossovers where it was like the entire Green Lantern family was involved in that story. Yeah. And it was just like this huge thing that took place over like, I think, eight months And it was massive and huge. And, you know, I mean, it is just like I I knew in the first, like, I don't know, 30 minutes that that movie was going to suck ass and that it wasn't going to get a sequel. (laughs) But but they still felt the need to, uh, you know, throw a hint in there that maybe. Like, maybe there's going to be a sequel. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, I know that there's not going to be one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I've just noticed that that's like every single movie now. And then other other things I can understand for certain like properties having stuff split up like uh Hunger Games the you know the second or the third movie the third book is going to be split up or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense because the, there's probably a lot going on in that. There is. Uh it makes sense for like Harry Potter, the last book got split into two movies. Well, I saw that book, and the thing was friggin' massive, so <laughs> it, it made made sense. I don't understand why the Hobbit, <laughs> the Hobbit gets split into three movies. Um, other than more money. I mean, I know that he said that he's going through the appendices and he's picking out stuff and he's like fleshing it out. Yeah, but he's fleshing it out with stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know why Legolas is in the Hobbit. Uh not supposed to be there, wasn't there. No point in him being there other than for one of those cheap little throwback, like, oh look, it's him again. And even though this takes place forty years earlier, he looks, you know, fifteen years older. That's weird. <laughs> like, well, it, it, it's just a case where that doesn't work. Yeah. And I just don't understand. I mean, it was always supposed to be two movies, and now all of a sudden it's three So instead of being six hours long, we have a nine-hour Hobbit, which is the same length of time as The Lord of the Rings. And The Hobbit was a shorter book than any of The Lord of the Rings books.
0: Right. Well, I think at that point, after making The Lord of the Rings movies, once Peter Jackson got this idea into his head, I think this is when he decided to kind of make it his own. See, The Lord of the Rings movies were just he basically just transcribed the books into it, maybe removed some things here and there. But other than that, he adapted the books with the Hobbit. He's turning it into his, uh, his, his gritty reboot. If you want to call it that of (laughs) Lord of the Rings, even though it's not gritty at all. Um, I personally enjoy it, but I also didn't grow up like rereading Tolkien's books over and over again either. So I could see how some people might feel weird about it, but,
1: well, I mean, I read The Hobbit all the time. Like, my dad got me into Hobbit. And I mean, I never read The Lord of the Rings when I was younger, but he had like the cartoon that they put out. Yeah. That, where they only did like one part of it and it yeah. was all rotoscoped and it looked weird. I mean, I <laughs> liked, I liked watching that when I was a kid. And then there was the Rankin, I don't know if it's, it pronounced Bass or Bass? But, uh, I'm going to say Bass, Rankin Bass Hobbit movie. Then that one was good. I used to like watching that. And then, I mean, I hated the Lord of the Rings movies when they first started coming out. Like, I couldn't stand them. They were too long. They were too boring. And, like, all the good parts were too short and all the bad parts were too long. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, a five-minute battle. And now they're walking for 40 minutes. Like, but when I got older, and I mean, this makes it sound like uh, these movies came out years ago. But over the course of, like, 10 years... I got I, I learned how to appreciate them. <clears throat> so, I mean, like, now I can watch them and enjoy them, and I think they're really good movies, and you can, like, look into them. And, I mean, I love the first two Hobbit movies so far, but it's like each one of the movies just, you know, it's like a girl's jerking you off, and she gets you right up to the point, and then it's just like, well, got to go, bye. Ah. It's like, just let me see the shit that I want to see. Like, you boobies. T- right. Let me see them. Let me let me see them boobs. I got to see them boobies. I want to see the dragon do cool shit. Let me see them tits, huh? Eh? <laughs> Titties. <But laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of it's that, you know, like we had artistic integrity and I mean, c- certain people still do because I mean, I'm sure that uh Peter Jackson's making exactly what he wants to make and that the, the movie is just, or the money is just a bonus because I mean, dude made the first trilogy he doesn't need any more money Yeah, that he's guy's good. set for life so I mean he's doing it out of love for the stuff uh, love for the movie and he's doing it to flesh it out so that might not be the greatest example in the world but just, they're just money hungry, just, oh let's pump out another one and get some money now let's pump out another one get more money like, just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah.
0: Um, did they, I don't know if you follow this series at all, but am I imagining this or did they come out with another Percy Jackson movie?
1: Um, they did a second one. Uh, I know that, I don't know anything past that. Cause like the first one
0: was okay. I mean, I was reading the books on it. They were a little childish, but like they, they held up. Um, And that first movie, I guess, just didn't really do as well. I don't know if it's because Nickelodeon did the movie or something, and they just make things look childish or what. But now they're kind of like just picking up where they left off many years ago. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Yeah, I know that they got, like, one good thing is they actually got the same actor to play Percy Jackson. Which, that's impressive, because usually...
0: Is he like thirty now?
1: It's... Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the new one came out. You remember? Do you remember seeing like the trailers for the the Perks of Being a Wallflower and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was. I mean, the main kid, and that's the same kid from Percy Jackson. Oh. Okay. And the new Percy Jackson movie either came out right before that or right after that. Oh. So okay. It's not new. It's just not. You know, ancient. Kind of like right. the. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia movies, you know, they put out two and they were awesome and they were really good. And then the studio that made them, I think they got bought out by somebody. Mm -hmm. And then they finally put out part three and then they didn't put out anymore. I was just like, what, but, but those were actually good movies. Yeah. That's the thing
0: is if you're doing, taking like such a, like epic book series and adapting it to film, put some, Put some work into it, you know, put some thought into it.
1: And commitment, I mean... Yeah, commitment, basically. You got to get okayed for however many movies it's going to take. You can't just cancel in the middle of it. Yeah, you don't just phone
0: it in. You don't say, well, let's try one, and if that works out, we'll do
1: another one. (laughs) We'll do one, and if that's good... yeah. I mean, it's kind of like when a new TV show comes on, and the first season always has a way different feel than any of the rest of the series. Yeah. And it's all a bunch of like one and done episodes that are just really quick. Just like no lasting repercussions. It's just, here's this episode. It's its own little contained story. Yeah. And then then they get okayed for season two and then they're like, okay, we can actually do good stuff now. So that's when you (laughs) get like these over like multiple episode or multiple season story arcs and stuff. But then you mm-hmm. had a show like Lost, which, I mean, that show from number one, like first episode, you could tell that it was going to be in it for the long run. Yep. And they, uh, more movies need to be like Lost. <laughs> more, more studios need to uh allow, you know, even if you have to cut the budget by like $10 million, you got to let them finish it out, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one thing Peter Jackson did, right? I mean, you said more movies need to be like Lost. Well, The Hobbit has Kate in it, so. Right. <laughs> that's more like Lost than some
1: people are doing with their movies. Yeah, and maybe the ending won't make any sense. They all went to heaven. The end. Yay!
0: P.S. The island was real. <laughs>
1: And also, it doesn't matter what religion you are, we're all friends here. Yeah. Fucking Jews.
0: Except for the uh, the black guy and his son, because he never had a love interest in the show, and who cares about him anyway?
1: And then uh, an heir and the baby, he decided he had to go to heaven as a baby. Could you imagine that? It's like, man. I
0: didn't even get to suck on any. Well, I did get to suck on some titties, but other than my
1: mom's. (laughs) Damn it. I didn't get to suck on no titties. And that limits the spank bank if you catch my drift. Yeah. Oh, great. Time to think about mom's titties again. There you go with the incest and the show again, dude. Well, I mean, you like Game of Thrones, don't you? Well, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And why do you like Game of Thrones? Because all that happens in it's incest and wieners flopping around.
0: I just like it because of the wieners flopping around.
1: All the music used for the podcast is from the Free Music Archive at freemusicarchive.org. And hosting for the podcast is by com. If you liked it, please subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Potitude. See you next time.